Going past line, wraps it back, connected. Connected, past the shot, they score! Oscar Lindblad buries it! And the power play goal ties this game in Welcome two! Welcome to episode 28 of the Liberty L. I am Danny Deemer here with Chris Stompo. As always, how are you, Dan? I'm doing very good. I, I miss hockey, though. Yeah. I have to say that. It's a very uh, long stretch until the next game, Friday. There's a lot, a lot of days where I'm like, there's just no sports going on. Nothing. You know? I know. Or like, pro, like Pro Bowl. No, AHL Who's game. watching that? Yeah, AHL game. Come on. I'm good. I don't. Wanna, I don't really. I don't really want to watch a Scott Gordon team voluntarily. <laughs> it's someone's dumb and chase, dude. With yeah. him, but no, nah, just yeah, a whole lot of nothing going on this week. TK three assists last night. That was pretty cool to see. Some of them were beautiful too. Yeah. I mean. That all star. They need something different with the all star. I game. know. I, I turned it off. Like I, I really turned it. I off. I didn't even watch. Nah. Nah. After the Metro game, I was, I was done. Wait, what reason do you have though? I mean, like it's not even like they're trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, it's that's a problem when yeah. you have all the NHL's best players on one rink, and I'm turning the TV off just because I'm like the Flyers no longer out in the ice. That shouldn't be the case. Yeah. I should I should keep watching yeah. to see McDavid. The Olympics all these come guys. Back. If you make an All Star. Like, if you make the All-Star team that year, you should go to the Olympics. You know what I mean? All the All-Stars should just go compete in the Olympics. But I know there's a lot of, like, loopholes to jump through before we can start playing Olympics again. But Yeah, last report, they they weren't planning on yeah, going to the Yeah, I don't think the NHL is even, is even entertaining it right now. Which They would have to pay or something like that. Like They would have to pay yeah. for all the players to go, and they wouldn't really have any benefit from it. So yeah, why would they want to the do that? The company that runs it, I think it's the IOC, Yeah, and they are – not very welcoming to compensating age the NHL players because like the risk is obviously like owners don't want their players getting hurt over there. Yeah, I'd be pissed. let alone want to have to spend money for their players to go over there with a chance to get it. Like it, they're not exactly. fully compensating the players yeah. for, it. and it sucks because to me like that's what hockey's all about. Like it's not about like in the NBA like the All Star Game's fun, um, shit like that, but. In the NHL, it's all about Olympics. It's all about that national stage because it, it's a sport. Like the NBA is mostly Americans. Like you have your well, every other sport is mostly Americans, except for the American sport of hockey that has mostly Canadians on American teams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think you have to have them uh, go to the Olympics. I think the All Star Game. I don't think there's any way you could fix the All Star Game. It's to be boring, honest with dude. you, I mean, so is the Pro Bowl. Yeah, Pro Bowl is extremely boring like i don't even know who watches that shit not me. i mean i'm sure younger kids like to watch the all-star games because i mean when i was younger younger i like to watch it because i mean yeah like you said it's all the best players in the league and on one ice so the olympics i just feel like it's even bigger stakes than the nhl sometimes that's why players push it oh yeah hard i mean yeah you're representing your country so there's a lot of pride behind that for sure especially when you got players like like russians like Especially when, what I'm trying to say is, especially when you're a country that's kind of lower on the totem pole in hockey and you have something to prove, like, those guys all go hard. Like, Russia, they'll always give you a run for your money. Uh, Sweden, Finland, all those Scandinavian countries, they always give you a run for your money, too. I like Sweden lately. They've gave us, not gave us, but they've given the NHL some very, very good players. Oscar Limbaum being one of them. Uh, Kako is what? Finland? Is he from Finland? What is Kaka? I want to say Finland, yeah. He's awesome, too. I, what is it? it might be Finland or he might be from Sweden. I don't know which one. But Some, it's Scandinavian. I, I know Pedersen from, on Vancouver is Sweden, uh, Swedish. So, yeah, a lot of 
stars starting to produce out of that. You, did you see Pedersen clocking at 103 miles per hour on the hardest shot? Yeah, he's there. Jesus dude. Christ. Dude looks I, like a twig, too. I know. He, he looks like any other 20-year-old. You know what I mean? Like yeah. If you saw him on the street, you'd just be like, okay, he's just a teenager. But, you know, he's really good at the hockey game. <laughs> the game of hockey. And the and these Olympics, like the next ones are in China, which is probably like the biggest market Huge. you could expand to because there's not many Chinese players in the NHL. So like why not try to grow the game there? You know, I feel like that would be huge. If hockey took off over there, that would be huge. That'd be awesome. There would also took off anywhere. I mean hockey's not really that big here in the United States. Football's definitely bigger than hockey, for sure. But Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's definitely we definitely gotta expand the game of hockey a little bit more. And I love what they did with the the woman sailing three. It was actually kind of fun to watch. I that was a good. Bit of that. that was probably yeah. the best part of the weekend, honestly. Because <laughs> the, the girls were actually trying. You know what I mean? Like, they were on the world stage. That They were playing. It was fun to watch them. The, they, the, the guys were barely skating. But who cares? Do you it, think I, anybody else on the Flyers should have been an all-star other than TK? Nah. Coots? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was nah, calling yeah, for Coots. Uh, I was like, how is he not an all-star? Seriously. But I think that's also from – I think that's name recognition. I think that's all All-Star games are name recognition. But I mean, like, him and Kennedy have the same amount of points. Yeah, but you remember how they had Giroux in on the last man in? Yeah. That's a name thing. That's not a performance thing. And, like, as much as I love Giroux, like, if you were actually going for a flyer for the last man in, it should have been Couturier. Yeah, for sure. 13 goals and 30 assists this year in 50 games. And he's on the penalty kill, like – most of most of what, most of what he does isn't even on that stat sheet, and that stat sheet is ridiculous. Shutting down Malkin and Crosby yeah. that game was just when he was younger. That's what he brought to the table. But as he's gotten as he's gotten older, he's he brings that defensive kind of game, and then he has the offensive game to to come back with. And he's just a, he's a stud, man. Twenty seven years old. I feel, I feel like he's been here for like twenty years. <laughs> I feel like he's been yeah. here for the longest time. He's still he's been through like. The whole decade, like yeah, multiple eras throughout yeah. the decade. He's seen some bad fucking hockey here, man. He's been a part of some bad hockey. Obviously, it wasn't his fault. Cause he's <laughs> it sucks because he came right after that 2010 run, too. So he wasn't a part of that, but he was here for all this shit after. <laughs> that sucks. And his draft is, isn't is the deepest draft either, so I'm glad we hit on him for sure. 27 years old, he's not even in his prime yet for a center. Especially like with his size and his, I still think the best, ability. the bet, the best is still yet to come for Couturier. He's just he keeps just getting better every year. Like you said last episode, every year you go into the season thinking there's no way Sean Couturier gets better this year, and he just does right in front of us. I and mean, he's looked, he's definitely the best flyer this year. I mean, TK Easily. got the All Star call, but I mean he's 22 year old kid getting his first All Star game. Connecting's our best scorer. Yeah, Couturier is our best complete player. Agreed. We've uh, said that time in and time out again, so we will keep saying that until it's not true anymore. Until we get a better scorer than TK, a pure sniper that takes over that role. But Brian Russ, he's doing no fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a pretty good job right now. It's seventeen of them. By the way, that Penguins game really showed me why Russ Lee like has twenty plus goals. Did you see the passes he was getting from yeah, them guys? Dude. I was like, all right, dude, I could put them. <laughs> like the one where Crosby was behind the net. Couturier was out in front. I don't know if you remember yeah, it, but the, it was the backhand. Yeah, the backhand that went out in the slot wide mm-hmm. open. Yep. Elliot made the save. I, I was like, like, all right. Them, I was dude. like, all right. I can see why this guy has 20 goals. Like if, if Konechny was playing with Crosby, he'd be at 35. 30, yeah, <laughs> he'd be a posture. Posture, bro. Sure. That's, uh, 
P- Pittsburgh is insane. I mean, like we said before, they went on that crazy run without Crosby and continue winning in games. And they're then they so get annoying. Back. I know. I can't stand them. Like, so glad we fucking handed it to them, dude. Three nothing. Give me that all day. Like, my hatred for them for. is boiling again. Yeah. It's boiling for a couple of years because we were so shitty. I was like, all right, whatever. even when the Penguins beat us, I was I wasn't even that mad, you know. Yeah, I'm you mad knew. now. Yeah, you knew it I'm was happening. It was, you knew it was coming with the Hackstall era. You knew just Kessel, yeah. Malkin, Crosby, Hornquist. Like, it was just a storm every time we Matt played Matt Murray, just Justin Schultz. This Jari kid is ridiculous. He was in the All Star game. He's ridiculous, and he was robbing dudes in that All Star game. Like some, where do they find these guys? I don't know. I don't know. Like, going into this year, I was like, Jari, he's a backup. And then we played him, and I was like, he's so good. <laughs> he's like their Carter Hart, and he, I've never even heard of him. It's like, no, ever. It's pissing me and off. We have Alex Lyon. That, it, that's it, our death. Makes me mad that they had Flurry. And then, like, in the Literally mis- gave him up for nothing and because still they had, had death. A, a, they had a cup winning goaltender who they replaced for a two time cup winning goaltender. Who they're replacing with another young stud. Like, We're talking about the Penguins dude, way too much right now, bro. Fuck the they're, Penguins. They're pissed. <laughs> hey, well, we actually are versing them again, so it is kind of on topic. But True, yeah, you're right. Um, Yeah, Penguins, <laughs> the hatred's boiling. Danny's I mad. want them in the playoffs. I want to get that third Metro spot, and I want them in the playoffs yeah. so badly. I yeah. think we can beat them. I think it'll be like around. another 2012 type of, type of series. A lot of battling. Remember Hartnell with the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tweeted that gif um, before the game. I was like, who's yeah, ready? Yeah, was no. it. It, was, it was just an overall good game. And Myers and Sanheim, who've gotten called out by Flyers Twitter over the last couple weeks, ha- had two of their best games, I think, of the year in the L.A. game and then the Penguins game. They looked awesome. The entire defense looked awesome. The three big dogs that we've always talked about, Couture, TK, and Proby, all looked good against the Penguins. And if you're going to beat a team like the Penguins, you need those three guys to step up, and they did, for sure. Of course, you had Couturier with the beautiful pass to Voracek, and you had TK with the beautiful – by the way, an underrated part of that TK pass is Drew's bank off the wall. Oh, that was disgusting. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, that Throw was disgusting. Throw it in, the, in, the, in an area with space, pick up the puck, and then – That was that – JVR, was, all he had to do was tap it in. That line works. Yeah, it's that good. That line works well. I mean, honestly, anybody who's played with TK this year has played well. Think about it. I mean, Frost played with him for a little yeah. bit. It's just, if anybody's struggling, just throw them in a line with either Couturier or TK and watch them start producing. I hope JBR can get it going. I, know, I think he is kind we of. We know how streaky he is. So, yeah. if if he starts putting some goals in, then watch out, man. We can be some. We can be a scary team. I think he has, like, seven points in his last five. I mean, you're playing with TK and Giroux. Yeah. Like. I mean, he, he had those two assists against the Kings that were Really nice. It's yeah. subtle plays that not a lot of people see, but no, he definitely played. He's definitely played well over the last couple, probably two weeks, because he played pretty well last week too. So he's definitely shot us up for the time yeah. being. That goal against the Pens was huge too. Yeah. Oh, it was huge! But we know how how streaky of a player he is, so we'll see with him. Fucking JVR. <laughs> oh, and like the day that I called him out while I was at the game, the LA game. Yeah, you're like someone's buying his yeah, jersey. I was like, Why is somebody buying his jersey? And then he just, and then he just snapped. And, I mean, I'll continue to to roast him as long as he keeps clapping back and scoring three points a night. So I'm completely okay with that. If that's what it takes, Danny, I'm it's the same thing I'm with Voracek. I know. Like our complaints, they're not from a place of hatred. No, they're from a place of we want you to score. Yeah, so like, we need we, you to be better. Yeah, but now nah, he's played awesome. Voracek's 
played awesome all fucking honestly. Not I mean not all year, but and I've seen I see what you got pulled up right there. Yeah, and it, you want to talk Fa- about him? Yeah, for sure. Jo- Faraby, Joel Faraby. He looked electric in that Penguins game. Yeah, and you know he did, but I really want to talk about how maybe that little break that he had for the the paper move they yeah. did probably helped him because he does look a little bit more energized. Like that reset might have helped him for sure. He looked awesome against LA. He had that greasy goal that he deserved off his foot, and then no, nah, he looked really good against the against the Penguins. He had that assist because he's the one who passed it to Couturier. The Couturier found Voracek for the goal, but nah, I I love like how they let him go through that like, little rough patch, and then he came out of it, and now he's played fucking awesome hockey. He had an assist against the Penguins. He should have, and then his pass to Coots could have very well easily had two assists. Yeah, with that I know. One. But, no, three points in the last three games after getting – I mean, you I mean, can really call it a demotion. 24-hour demotion. Yeah, sure. paper paper yeah. move. He watched a game from the press box. That's that's all it was. Yeah, I know. Was he in the press box? Like, I, I don't understand, like, the rules. Is that the rules? Like, yeah, he, he definitely down? was. Because remember um, – like, Can he still stay there? Even though it's not really – like, he's not really going down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he. I think he stayed there because it, one, it was a paper move, and I yeah. think they were on a road trip during then, weren't they? Yeah, they, I think yeah. they were. So he, was, he definitely stayed there for sure. But no, we knew that. We knew the kind of play that Faraby is because he's been playing good all year. I mean, he, the points haven't really been there, but I think if you watch every game like we have, you see the little subtle plays that, that he makes, That's the puck management kind of plays that he makes, and. Chuck Fletcher agrees with us because he's come out and called Joel Ferry one of the best puck managers on the team. And he just plays light years beyond his age, man. He doesn't play like a 19-year-old kid. Like he when doesn't. I see him get the puck on the rush, I know something's going to happen. When I see a guy like Raffle sometimes get the puck on the rush, I'm like, all right, he might get stripped. He might lose the puck. He might take a wide turn and slow down. Don't Whenever Faraby slander Roth. That's not slander. <laughs> it's a testament to how good Faraby is. Every time yeah. he gets the puck on a rush, I know he'll make the right pass or the right shot. I love his willingness to shoot too. I, mean, I just he, love how he's always in someone's face, dude. Like he's just always on the yeah. forecheck. His he's stance always looks funny too. Yeah, just, he's just bent down, kind of kind of like, like Provorov, like yeah. yeah. Him and Provy kind of do the same thing. Nah, he's he's gonna be so good when he's like in his prime. He's Nineteen years old. It's not he hasn't even touched his potential yet. And neither is Frost. Yeah, neither is Frost. <laughs> That's another story. AHL All Star Morgan Frost. He's Going to be doing the skill competition tonight on NHL Network at eight. So if you guys want to check that out, do you know like cool. what he's doing within that? Like no, his, no, no idea. Okay. Couldn't tell you. Don't care. Just know that he's an AHL All Star. I'll check that out though. I mean, yeah, yeah for got sure. Nothing else to watch. Mm-mm. No hockey, man. No, I've no. been watching basketball all week, dude. No. I want to stop. I want hockey to come back. <laughs> Seriously, I want to stop. I want hockey to come back. I'm tired of it. All them fouls and shit. Come on, I miss miss hearing goal horns. So Danny had an idea for this episode that we're gonna try out. So this episode that we're we're gonna do grading since it's the All Star break. There's no hockey on. Kind of middle of the season kind of grades. I'm ready for it. Are you, Danny? Yeah. So I'm gonna name a player. Okay. And when I name that player, you give the grade first. Explain why. Okay. Then I'll give my grade and explain why. And we'll just go down the list. I'm ready for that. That sounds fun. Uh, I, mean, I, I am doing this, and I'm not going from like top to bottom. No, you're really, fine. So and maybe we can I'm get like into three. a little debate here. All right, yeah. Because definitely, this be a fun one. I'm sure we'll have differing opinions. Tyler Pitlick. <laughs> Honestly, Tyler, I'll give Tyler Pitlick like an A minus because he's more, he's given more to this team than honestly I, than what I've expected. 
I think he's, especially for the money that he's making, a million dollars. I mean, you can't really get a better bottom sixer for a million dollars. Always on the puck. Always around the puck. Four-checking speed. Always drawing a penalty. I, how many times I've seen Pitlick draw a penalty. Now nah, he's awesome. He's a perfect bottom sixer. And honestly, I, I kind of want them to resign him. Like, I want to see Pitlick in, with this team for a little bit. Because yeah, I, I think he's a fine bottom sixer. I'm going to give him a B plus. and I like that. I, I don't know if I want to re-sign him. I wouldn't like, mind if it was for, it was for like a million dollars or 1.5. Like yeah. nothing crazy. Anything but, less than two. <laughs> anything I'm, less I'm, than I'm, two. I'm but if they're thinking about like extending him like 2.5, 3, then, then that's when you kind of lose me with that. But perfect bottom sixer, like 1.1 1. 1 million, 1. 1.5 million. Kinda, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. kind of guy. If I'm, you get him like definitely. Two years, too. Yeah, nothing, for sure. nothing like that. That that Tanev deal at Pittsburgh. Well, fucking Dale Weiss five year contract so, and nothing like that. Yeah. Bro. Okay, so B plus. I I think his role. I think he's really exceeded within his role, and I think even the times where he's had to have been a top nine player, he's actually like he's a nice little band aid there. Sometimes, like if a player gets hurt, you throw him on the third line, he'll hold his own. I mean, yeah, he's basically like yeah. what Raffle is, to be honest. Raffle's a band aid in some places. You can't leave Raffle on the first line for too long, and then you start to see why he's not a first line player. Yeah. But They're nah. both, yeah, both of them, Lawton too. It's like yeah. a collection of just like depth. That's what that you need on, on a good team. team. Yeah, you need you need depth like that on a good team for sure. Absolutely, and I like I honestly like I like what Tyler Pickle has brought to this team. Definitely. He's been exciting. Four goals, seven assists, 11 points in 44 games. Not eye-popping numbers, but I'll take it for a bottom sixer. 28 years old, so a two-year deal seems pretty good if we're going that route. But that's a different conversation. Ready to move on? Yep. Justin Braun. Brauner. Uh, B-. minus. I think he's been okay. He was brought here to be a defensive defenseman. I think he's played better hockey since he came back from that injury, to be honest. thought he looked... Thought he looked good the last couple games, but I think this break will help guys like him, like the older guys, like him, Niskanen, to maybe re-energize and get a little more pep in their step. But fine defensive defensive defenseman this year, nothing too crazy. What we expected, I mean, I think we kind of, I think looking back on it, you gave up a little bit much for him. I think we said that even when it happened, but I like the move. Three goals, eight assists, eleven points in forty-four games. He's a minus nine, but. Fuck my plus minus. <laughs> I mean, we we only tech well technically gave a third for him, right? Because we got that second. Yeah, we back, got the second. Yeah, yeah, he's, it, he's it, it was an overpayment for him, but, for sure. But that's what you got to do sometimes. I mean, but he's really helped stabilize Sandheim. Guys like Sandheim, even though Sandheim and Myers are playing on a line together right now, and he's playing with Robert Hag. I I really think earlier in the season he really helped Sandheim, even though Sandheim didn't really start popping off till now. Maybe he just gained the confidence, but. I think Justin Braun's been fine this year. I don't think he's been any. I don't think we've lost games because of Justin Braun. Nor have we won games. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, he's just so. been. He's just been there. So it could be minus was probably a good grade for him. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say C plus, but actually I think B minus is kind of the thing because C plus kind of seems like he's been kind of a little bit bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's at, that's what it. Yeah, yeah. That's entails. what it kind of. Or like he's like a little below average. Yeah. I guess. Which but. I guess he kind of. I mean, he's. I would just say he's average. He's yeah. an average guy. I'd say B minus because like I'd give him a C plus if he looked. I, I'm giving him a B minus because I think at times he, like he holds his own and he does his job. Exactly B minus because honestly sometimes he shuts shit down on the defensive zone. He's does have really good plays sometimes, 
when uh, teams are coming in hot on the wing, he'll, good, he'll yeah. use his stick. He has good a stick very good him. stick, yeah. And sometimes he'll just get a guy, seal him off the puck, and get Hag, even a guy like Hag, to just take the puck out of the zone. But, yeah, Justin Braun's been fine this year. Albe Kubel. Nicholas Albe Kubel. Oh, you go first for that one. <laughs> C. C? Like, yep. a, like a straight C? Straight C. Okay, well That's not a knock on him. That's just... I mean, what is, he's played 17 games up here. Mm-hmm. He's looked all right. I mean, yeah. he's held his own. I think he's a good bottom sixer. Definitely. I, I mean, I don't even think he's anywhere close to being comfortable up at the NHL level yet. When he is, he could be better than yeah. what we're already seeing. 17 games is nothing. Yeah, no. For, for these Just kids. like when people judge Frost. Like, yeah. 18 games is nothing. But, no, yeah, but, I'll give him a C. I, I, mean, I think he's just done his part. Yeah, I'm... I mean, he's 23 years old. I kind of want to just leave him on the team this year and just let him get games under his belt, like you said, get a little bit more comfortable. But from what I've seen, I mean, he hasn't lit up the scoreboard, two goals, two assists, four points in 17 games. But if you've watched every game, you see he does make those little plays. I mean, in the Pittsburgh game, I saw the one earlier in the uh, first period. He went into the offensive zone and took a guy right off the puck on the boards and started a, story, a scoring chance from it. And that's the kind of play that he brings, that gritty, always-in-your-face kind of uh, forechecking guy, but with a lot of skill. I mean, the goal he had against the Rangers when he first got called up was dirty, honestly. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Cool. I, I like NIK. I think he can be better from, than what he's been. But like I said, only 23 years old, 17 games played this year. So I'm not worried about him. I would like to see a little bit more from him, but... He I'm bring, sure he will. He brings a lot of energy. He's great yeah. on the boards. I like NIK, yeah, for sure. All right. Haig. Haig. I want to give Haig a B, like a B, like a straight B, because coming into this year, we were ready to get rid of Haig, and honestly, I still am, but I think he's been fine this year. He's been – he hasn't been as bad because he's not playing in a system anymore that exploits him. Like, he's not playing in a top four role anymore. He's just not who he is. He's playing as that six, seventh defenseman and exactly how AV's using him. So, like we've been saying, if you use Robert Hag the way he should be used, he's a fine player. He's a plug, a guy that you could plug in, play a couple games, play as your sixth defenseman some games. I mean, him and Braun have been fine, I think. I think that pair's been okay the last three games, honestly, because we just shut out. One of the best teams in the league and, and one of our best defensive efforts. So, yeah, I think the defensive court and him have been fine this year. I'm also going to give him a B minus, much like I gave Braun. Braun. Because it, I feel like the my thought process of Haig is kind of the same as Braun. I feel like he's coming this year, especially with all the hate. He, he's just done his part, done his job, and at times – he does. He has like a, a little play where you're like, all right, like he'll crunch someone along the boards or yeah. he'll stick check someone, and you're like, okay. But then you have the plays where he gets caught flat-footed, and you're just like, okay. Yeah. That's Bron- Bron does too. So yeah. like that's why, yeah, B minus for sure. That's why you're a sixth defenseman. But from what we've came into the year thinking about Robert Haig, yeah, I think a B, B minus is a good grade for him. I think he's been good this year. This this one's gonna be fun. You ready for this one? Yeah. Voracek. Voracek. A. Easily. Oh, Easily. A for assistant captain. Never thought I would say that, too. Never thought. Because recently, we're, obviously, we've been complaining about Voracek for a while. But like you said, we do it with good intentions because we want to see him succeed, especially on the Flyers. But, yeah, I think an A. Dude, he's been one of the best Flyers the last couple of months. He's been better than Giroux this year. We've said that before. I think he's been fucking awesome this year. Ever since he said, I got my swagger back, he's been electric. 
Yeah, I mean, the fuck, he's giving awesome interviews, too. He's cursing in interviews, talking about the boys playing, I mean, the kids playing video games. Like, like, I don't know what the fuck they nerds, play. Fucking nerds, yeah. fucking Fortnite. <laughs> you can just hear it, too, when you read the article. Yeah, you can no, just I hear his voice. That, yeah, that Czech Republic. Love it. <laughs> just Czech Republic. <laughs> I mean, he has 10 goals, 28 assists, 38 points in 50 games. He's a plus 11. Dude, he's been awesome. This he, year. He's just like when he gets the puck, he looks like old Jake now. Yeah, with his side, he looks confident with yeah. the puck again. The way he's passing it looks like old Jake. The way he's putting it on dude's tape, like his little snap pass. For the first like half of the year, he like avoided doing that saucer, and now he does it like with ease. Just been playing with Couturier, just giving him a, that boost, man. Did you hear him on Chicklets talk about Coots? No, he what said. Um, he was saying that um, he got traded. And then in that Carter trade yeah. was the pick for Coots. For Coots. And he said yeah. Coots has also he's become one of the best centers in the NHL. Oh, now. easily, yeah. I, I kind of like that. I I love Vorchek giving Coots yeah. a little bit. I, I wonder even, what they think. I know because like, for so they were here when he was like yeah. kind of uh, like on the come up. You know, it's kind of cool to think about that though. Like Vorchek's known Couturier his entire NHL career. Like he's seen him blossom from an 18 year old who scored a hat trick against the Penguins in the playoffs to still shutting down Malkin and Crosby. To as a 27 year old, same with G. Yeah, it's awesome. It goes to show you how long he's actually been here for. Yeah, and he's still one of the best players on the team. He's played awesome hockey this year. I mean, the first half of the year we were complaining about him, but like you said, once he made that, I got my swagger back. Comment: He's been the best flyer other than Couturier and Proby TK. Those three headed monsters have just been the, the best. The perception on, the on him changes when they do good in the playoffs. You know, yeah. the, the perception of the whole core changes if they do good in the playoffs. Seriously, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm saying, like, if Voracek, suppose they won a couple playoff series in the last couple of years, he might not get as much hate as he does. It's just because the, the team hasn't done shit that he gets so much hate. But if you look at his year by year numbers, like he he's been one of our best players every oh, single year. Yeah, for and sure. He is this year, and you can't even argue that because the numbers are just right in front of you. And I, he's gonna get an A minus from me. A minus. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I think it's a good grade. Only because there's, it would have been an A, but there's just been too many times this year where I've gone on this podcast and I'm like Jake, give me more and fucking yeah. unblock me and shit. He scored, he scored less than twelve goals once in his career, and that was in 2015-16. He had played seventy three games. He only scored eleven goals and he had forty four assists. Every other year he's played, he's had more than, more than that. So. 2016, 17, and 18, he had 20 each year. And then this year, he has 10. And I think it's safe to say he'll probably finish with 20, if not more. Yeah, so. because he's finally starting to hit his groove. First off, playing with Katoria, you're guaranteed to get an up in your production. Mm-hmm. I think he will. 2014 was his year, man. 81 points. He snapped. 22 goals, 59 assists. That was a great fucking year for Voracek. Yeah, that's when he made all the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then 2017, 18, he had 85 points. He snapped again, 20 goals, 65 assists. So, yeah, he's been one of the more better players on the team, but you see his turnovers all the time, and that's where people start complaining. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of it, too. At, at a point in time like where he wasn't putting points up and then the turnovers kept coming, you get sick of it, man. Yeah, you, yeah. It's, it's very It's the JBR thing, to watch. too. It's like you're mad that he's not, like, hitting dudes along the boards because he's also not scoring. If he was scoring, like, two goals a game, we fuck it, he would do what he wants. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, it goes to show you if you're not producing, then like the little things you do get blown yeah, magnified, up. magnified for sure. for sure. Yeah, but no, he's been good this year, for sure. He, he's one of them guys like in big games against the Penguins, like 
shows up. Yeah, and like when you see him get the puck, you can just feel the energy. As like soon as I saw building. Couturier pass him that puck, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, he's oh, yeah. burying this. I don't care what no, happened. knew that was in, I started celebrating. I started, I jumped right up as soon as he got the puck on his stick. I was like, how's it going? Oh, that pass was so disgusting. The nice little stop and sidestep at the line. Oh, my I saw God. it, too. Like, I saw Voracek open, and I was like, Couturier, yeah. please also see that with me. And he did, dude. I was like, fuck it, dude. Love Couturier. But it's funny how our perception of Voracek has kind of changed in the last like, – JVR, too, in the last couple of weeks. That's a good thing. I mean, the team's 5-2 and two in their last seven. It's a good thing. That's an awesome thing. Yeah. I, I would rather get proved wrong. And, you, I mean, you can't blame us for what we said about them because they look like two completely different players. But that's why you got got to be patient with players. We never said they were, like, bad or oh, raw players. No. We just said they were invisible to start the year. And Voracek would admit that to you himself. He said for the first, like, 15, 20 games he was pushing a little too hard. Uh, I got another fun one for you here on the grade. All right. A really fun one. You ready? Yeah. It might be a contra. Gostas Bear. Oh, my God. Let's go now. Let's go now. This is uh, the fun one. This is the one, like, going into this. I D. was like, I'm going F. D plus. I'm going F. F? F. All right, you can go. You want me to go? Yeah, I want right. you to go. I'm 100% going F. Okay. Okay. What he, what he has shown in his first two years, I feel like he's abandoned it. Either that or I feel like he's trying to rely too heavy on his – Sidesteps. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, much like Haig, all he had to do this year is come in and do his job, and I don't even, I don't think he's doing his job. I really don't. And what do you think? There's a reason him? why we keep packaging him with a first for fucking Pajot and our mock trades and shit. You know, <laughs> it's like he's been frustrating because it feels like it feels like Provorov can kind of do the shit that he brought to the table. So it's like, yeah, we got power play guy. Yeah, like he's already taken that spot. I don't think Gossamer's getting it back. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't think he's getting it back either. And if he's not your power, like, number one power play guy, then he's not, like, that's the reason why he was on the team. You know what I mean? Like, he brings that power play. And if he's not going to be on your power play one, then why have him? Like, why Why is he here if he's not going to play? I mean, I'm sure he'll be playing on a power play too. And he was one of those back. guys that were really, really had issues and was complaining about the coaching staff, right? Yeah, no. Like, him Gordon. and Hack definitely butted heads. Gordon, too? Yeah, I was going to say Gord Murphy. Gordon Murphy. Gord Murphy, the old defensive coach for the Flyers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he really – there's something – so, like, to be put in a good situation now, like, all right, the, that regime's gone. Mm-hmm. Good regime. We've seen you in your rookie year. We've seen you put up 65 points. Yeah. You're in a good situation. You're, you're playing on the third pairing most nights because we have defensemen now that can fill out a top four and actually be good, yeah. and you have a great goaltender behind you. I feel like he he finally got put in that ideal situation, and I don't think he's making the most of it. It's like, if if you can get sixty five points under Dave Haxtell, can you give me forty under AV? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. Can, can you give me forty under a batch a much better environment? Than, yeah. than what he was in before. It's a great point. Playing on a third line where he's not getting exposed by playing in a top four role. But still playing on the power play too, like still getting the chance to score goals. Yeah, he's still he getting ice gi- time. Given a chance to really prove himself as a really good, like maybe bottom four kind of guy, bottom pair kind of guy, but still brings you that offensive production on the power play side. But he he didn't he didn't come through with it, Danny. Not yet, at least. Uh, I don't know what's going to go on after his after he comes back from. I that hope he scope proves out. Wrong. Yeah, I, I really hope he proves this wrong because I mean we've seen the skill with him. He was the man, first been prospect of, yeah. of this process of building the team of what it is today. He was the first project of that bunch. The first dude we all fell in love with. It was like him and Lindblom were in that draft. Yeah, I know. And 
our second episode was stopped with the go- the ghost slander because I I guess we really thought he was gonna make a turnaround and he just really hasn't, man. And I forgot that was the title. Of a part of me wants to continue with the ghost slander. Should that? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the title of this one is. Continue with the ghost. Slander. I I want to. I don't want to give up on him though. It, it, it's weird. It's 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 really weird because. We've seen how good he can be, and I mean, like, we're not asking him to be like this this number one defenseman. Like, we're just like you said, you put him in this perfect situation to to produce, and he just hasn't at all. Maybe this reset will give him like a chance to come back and and, and try to play better. But I mean, five goals, seven assists, forty games played this year, twelve points. They're just not doing With enough. With power play time. With power play time, you're just not doing enough. He was minus twenty last year, dude. Like, I know we always say plus minus sucks, but when it's that big is when you got to look at it. Yeah. He was right. minus 21 two years ago, 2016. Like he's, he, he's fucking frustrating as a player, man, especially in the defensive zone. He, he needs to clean up that shit or he's not going to be here long, for much longer. People are ready to fucking take him, take him to the airport their, themselves, bro. Listen, I don't want to give up on him, but I don't if, want if he can either. get me, like, if, if in a package with a pick, he can get me a player like Kapanen or something. Or Pajot. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all in cool. for it, for I'm sure. Cool. Mark Freeman, like we said Cam before. Cam York in, in the pipeline. I mean. He, they've, they've shown that Gosses Bear is expendable if he's not playing on your power play. You know what I mean? If he's not yeah. playing on your why have him? Like, just, that's, he's a power play specialist kind of guy. Offensive dynamo with defensive issues. It's, it's, it's what it is. I think it's safe to say that. And he's been on the outside looking in anyway. Like, Hager's played – as of late, I mean, I know he's been injured, but before the injury, Haig was subbing in games for him. So Haig was taking him and, yeah, him and Haig were going yeah. back and forth before he got Haig injured. Haig was taking games for him. So like it, he's kind of like a six-seven outside looking in kind of guy. And like I said, when you have Freeman in the AHL ready, and you have York within two to three years probably going to make the NHL. Yeah, like you said, it's it's very he's very expendable. And it's just hard. And he's on a like, very team-friendly contract. Well, actually, ghost? we don't know if it's that team-friendly. At the time, it was team-friendly. Four point five million now for twelve points in forty games. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating. Now it's like now it's no longer a good deal. So it's uh, we'll it's see. It's definitely movable though. So that's yeah, it's definitely a movable. Move that, deal, so yeah. right, you got you got the next guy. Um, Kevin Hayes. Kevin, well, a easily he's exceeded expectations. We wrote I wrote an article about. Kevin Hayes about after the win in not in Pittsburgh against Pittsburgh he was awesome against Pittsburgh dude the penalty kill move he made at the Penguins blue line like around five different Penguins I could watch that all day all day every day just loop it for me put it in the loop and I'm I'll sit there and eat popcorn and watch it bro that was and the crowd getting hyped yeah, so I love dude. that Phil, Philly always gets hyped for a good penalty kill and I love that we shit. can appreciate a good penalty yeah. kill especially when Mike Richards was here he would kill it. Remember when Giroux years, years ago, I forget what game, I forget who we reversed him, but I think it was in the playoffs. He had that, it was Boston. the Boston. Boston. Yeah. yeah. It, just, it just clicked in my head. That insane penalty kill, that game seven that he had towards the end of the game. Classic, classic penalty kill. And that's like Flyers penalty killing, you know what I mean? It's great to see that yeah. we have that back with, with Kevin Hayes. And he, he's been awesome. He A-plus for Kevin Hayes, easily. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to give him a regular A. Okay. For much much the same thing that you said. I mean, he's scoring all the time. Like he's scoring in big moments, I should say. Maybe not all the time. Like not at a connect me type pace. But um you don't really pay him for his scoring though, do you? You know what I mean? You pay him because he's a puck possession monster, penalty kill specialist. 
I mean, he's got 14. It's not like he doesn't have a lead. Yeah, I mean, he's close to the team lead. He's close to the team lead. What what does Konechny have, 17? Uh, I think so, yeah. TK has 17. So, like, he's right there with the vets. And to come in in his first year, and, like, he always talks about how close the team is. A lot of the other guys say it feels like Hazy's already been here for, like, 10 years. The way he's really, like... The off he, ice, yeah. he's definitely brought a lot off the ice as well. Yeah, he's been awesome with the boys. I think sure. he, I think he's been the um, so like Simmons goes out, so like that part of the core, there's a piece out of it. I think he's the back in. <laughs> it's a full core. Yeah, he's yeah. just like a, a likable personality. He's just like one of the guys. I feel like he brings a, a sense of calmness around the, ro- yeah. the locker room for sure. Like loose and you know what I mean. Like yeah. don't Feel don't good. go into the game. Whole gr- gripping your sticks too tight, you know what I mean? Like, lo- loosen up a little bit, have fun with the game, and I think he brings that, and I think he's he's been awesome this year. Man. I've been liking him on the power play, too. Not going to lie. I've been loving him, I've been on, loving that him on that power play. Him Seriously. and G connecting with each other? Yeah, he, yeah he's been he's just been good all year. He's helped us everywhere we've needed him to help us, and he's, he's been there for us. So I think that contract isn't enough money. Give him more money. <laughs> ten times ten. Ten times ten. <laughs> Not even legal. Could you imagine CBA? Flyers Twitter, bro? It would it would be on fire if we ever actually like that <laughs> never obviously never happened, but ten times we love ten. the joke. Ten times ten. You got you got another guy? Um Ivan Provorov. Provy. Provy's been awesome this year, dude. Hey. He he's one of my three A pluses. I love that. A plus for Provy. And when I give out an A plus, I don't even think I really need to give an explanation. Like the guy's just a number one, <laughs> twenty five minutes a night. Look up his goal against Montreal. I mean, shit. I like the guy is ridiculous. There's there's so many times on the defensive end, I see him pin pin a guy, steal the puck, send it around to Niskanen, send it back to Provi, up the ice immediately. He's just clamped. It's, it's the only way I could describe it. He is the future of the the decor. I mean, for sure. And oh, I shouldn't even say the future. He is the decor. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's the dude. I mean, yeah. he has more goals now, right now, than he did last year. All of last year, he has nine goals right now. All of last year, he had seven. So he already surpassed that. Let me compare his stats with PK Subban. No, nah, that even, would be don't even fun. do it. You know why? That would be fun. It's not even comparable, bro. It's not. No, it's not. But Subban makes four more million dollars than him. I know. That is ridiculous. The Devils. I'm laughing right now because <laughs> remember in the all, everyone was trying to tell me. Yeah, the, the Devils, Devils won the offseason, bro. Devils, remember? Yeah, you didn't know that. They won the offseason. Apparently they did. Gusev, too. I mean, I haven't even heard his name since that podcast. Seriously. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. Hughes, either. Hughes is going to be good. He's, he's going to be a good. baby. He's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, Nico's really good. Nico, yeah, he's very good. So, that's going to be not having no We're not going to hear the end of that. No. I'm, yeah, no. but they're not going to make the playoffs, so no, that's yeah, cool. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with your all-star out of the playoffs. But I guarantee you the Devils in a couple of years, man, they're going to be good. Oh, yeah, they're building something nice. No, they there. are, yeah. Jack Hughes is dirty, dude. That's what really confused me about the the Subban move, though. Is yeah, if, like, you're not winning now, yeah. so why make that move? I don't know why yeah. they did that, and he's not getting younger. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, like, 30. He just so. isn't good anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's just, like, an average guy he now. He wasn't good like he's just, like, a Justin Braun kind of guy now. Just kind of slow, but, like, still kind of good. Like, brings good things to the table with – Defensive, defensive thing, because he does still like clear the porch. Shit like that still matters. Something Phil Myers does a lot that I've noticed, especially in that Penguins game. How many times I've seen that, dude? How strong Phil Myers is, how big he is, dude. He just clears the porch. I watched it a couple times. Me and my dad called it. I'm like, you just see Myers just throw uh, throw Rust like away from Brian Elliott, so Elliott can see the puck as a whole and not have 
a dude. Really, I mean, that matters. Yeah. Like Andrew McDonald would let people just sit in front of the net, and I think of clearing the. I feel like no, I feel like nobody talks about clearing the crease, and I think Phil Myers does a great job of that. And he needs to continue with that, especially being a young guy be, to be able to be physical like that under the net is is great. Do you just want to give your grade for Myers? Then? Myers. This year? Wait, I don't think you gave a pro for one. No, I, ahead, said, I, I said A, but... Oh, A, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, A, for sure. Pro's been awesome this year. And that goal against Montreal is just... Put that in a loop, too. I need All that. year. We could do a grade for Phil Myers, though. Yeah, let's just skip right to him, because we already started talking about him. Phil Myers. Uh, B. I say B- minus for Phil. I think he's looked good at times, looked inconsistent at times. You can see the potential in him, for sure. But recently... I think he's been awesome. I think he's been one of the best def- defenders on the team. But like I said before, the entire D court played great against LA, and they played even better against Pittsburgh. So, no, I think Phil's been the, Phil, the thing with Phil. I feel like he has he's like a mechanical issue. I feel like he makes he makes the little things seem hard. Like if he he overthinks some shit, especially with like getting it out of the zones. Sometimes I feel like. I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, all right, Phil, you got time. You got time. Like, don't rush it. And he'll just bank, bank it off the, gr- yeah. the glass. And it's just something he needs to learn is to be, be a little bit more patient with the puck. But I think he's the f- one of the fastest skaters on the team. Not speed-wise, but just the ground that he takes up with his long legs is insane. Like, he, he looks like a like a giraffe skating on the ice, how, how, just how long he is, man, how much – ground he takes up as he goes it's insane his stride is huge <laughs> and at he's times very it, it looks dude. like he's gonna get beat by like a small yeah, fast and then he, guy and, then, and then he, he just catches him up. down it's yeah, it's dude. absurd it's think, something it's something really fun to watch though that's one of the most fastest fans wouldn't on realize but he's he's elite at that like catching up the guys he's i think he's much like you said he he makes it a simple play into a mistake i also think he erases mistakes sometimes with too. his speed yeah yeah Agreed. like with his just overall skill like it's just the guy, he's so. The word I used to describe him is just raw. Raw, you know, yeah, raw. Yeah. He untapped. That's yeah, the way. yeah, he, like, like, yeah, untapped potential, bro. He can be the best defenseman on this team. He could be better than Provorov. That's the potential he has. I'm not saying he's better than Provorov. Please don't come. Don't please don't start saying that. Yeah, I'm but saying, you're talking like six five. He, he looks like fucking headman. Six five, speed, physical, has a blast of a slap shot. He has the potential to be one of the best defensemen. Is he going to reach that? We'll see. But B, I, I think a B is a very good grade for Phil Myers, especially this year because he's been inconsistent at the time. So I think a B minus, B B minus is a good grade. It's funny seeing not funny. It's it's fun seeing our decor shape up to be what we thought it was going to be in 2015-16. Like, remember remember how we started? Like we got Sanheim, Provi, all these guys. We're starting to hear about how Myers is lighting up the juniors and stuff like that. At that time, we were thinking, yo, we're going to be like Nashville in a couple of years with our defensive core. Yeah. And the best part about it is, like, they look really good, but they are still untapped, and there's still more in the, oh, in the system. Sanheim and Myers are still are still learning what they can and can't do at the NHL level. Like They're still developing as we've watched them develop. And I, like I've said before, with, even with Faraby and these younger guys that AV's letting, like, he's letting – Sandheim and Myers play through their struggles too. He said it in an interview during the Penguins game. He said, "If you don't, if you can't trust your players, then what do you have? You know what I mean? You got to trust them to go out there and make and make up for their mistakes." And I love the fact he brings that. He loved that quote for sure, that especially quote. on national. He's TV. been awesome. awesome. A V is another another thing to thank 
another person to thank for Sanheim, Provorov's good play. He's helped them, not not on the ice, off the ice too, just giving them, like taking them aside and, and, and talking to them. TK's come out and said how, how much more talkative this coaching staff is with them. You know what I mean? Like they'll sit down and watch game tape. Just, I don't know, it's night and day with the hack and, and AV, man. Just better person, I feel like. <laughs> Not chewing gum and, like, actual emotion from AV, like the fucking Martini comments. You know what I mean? Like I, an live actual, I live for them. I know, it's just like an actual person behind a face. You know what, I, I love when he walks in the stare. locker room when they're playing that song, and you just see him strutting it, like, hey, good game, eh? Attaboy, eh? You know I, love I, mean? I, love, I love him, I love AV. him, seriously. He's literally like the team dad. All the Martinis for AV, bro. Give him all the Martinis. I want to know where he's slamming these martinis. I'm, try- I'm trying to get on some martinis. <laughs> Dude, you know he's on maybe two. <laughs> <laughs> let's do um. Let's do G. All right. How do you think G's been? This this grade, I- I'm kind of skewing it because I'm gonna say C plus. He's such a great player, but I'm giving it a grade on this what year. he's done in the yes. past going into this year. Mm-hmm. So like, if he was having this year and he was just a normal guy, I'd probably be giving him like a B plus. But because it's Claude Giroux, it's a C plus. Yeah, me too. Exactly now, right. now keep in mind these are mid season. This is this is the TLY midterms right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like at the end of the year, we're gonna, we're gonna do this again. Yeah, we're gonna do this again when the season's over. We're gonna give our final grades, and hopefully by then I actually have confidence that Giroux's grade by the end of the year would is gonna be B plus, at least. I hope. Seriously, Agreed. especially come playoff time. Like Giroux, like Giroux during the behind the glass documentary in the offseason he was saying i'm at the eight like when you get to my age it's no longer about making the all-star Stats, game. it's about yeah. winning so like when they get to the playoffs i, I want to see him he and he also talked about in the chicklets thing how when he went to the finals he thought he'd be back and not a sniff remember that yeah. so like i know it's been in his head like he thinks about like all he wants to do here is win so i think when he when he gets to the playoffs like he needs to give it everything everything give it everything like you have the depth now you have the goalie now like you got to give it everything yeah, Seriously. you're not the you're not the only guy we have. Now, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, going into the playoffs, we used to only have him and Voracek, and if you took that line out, the Flyers had absolutely nothing. So no excuses now. No excuses now. And you knew G didn't even want to go to the All-Star game with the baby, so he's pretty cool with not going. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know, he was chilling with the baby. But uh, we can do Van Rien. Oh, we- now, I want to go Lawton. Last depth Lawton? guy. Last depth forward guy. All right. Actually, not the last. We still got Raffle upcoming. But, um, Lots, I'll give Loft a B. A B. I'm giving him a B plus. B plus. Yeah, just because he's gotten like a ton of hate. Why? Because of where he no, not this year. Like in years. Oh, just in general, yeah, because yeah. of where he was drafted. Yeah, because of where he was drafted. Everyone for a while, it it seemed like Scott Lawton was a disappointment. You know what I mean? For yeah. a while, it was really looking that way. And what he's brought to the team this year, it just goes to show if you have a winning team, good environment, you get the best out of players. You really can see what they actually are. Because like. Going into this year, people didn't like guys like Lawton, Raffle, Pitlick. You know what I mean? Yeah, but now now we're starting to like them because they're actually good depth guys and we're not forcing them into top six roles. Great and great fucking point, dude. Yeah, I'm going to give him B plus just because I love the energy he brings. And I think he's going to be the type of guy like during the playoffs. Yes, he's going yes. to be freaking ridiculous. He's going to be standing up. He stands up for guys. Like He's phenomenal. He's a great team. That's exactly the kind of guy you want on your team during a playoff run. I mean, you took the words from my mouth. I don't have to add anything. It's exactly how I feel about Scott Lawton. So we can move on. It's <laughs> exactly how I feel. Same we'll, grade we'll just, too. B, B plus. Same grade. Yeah. Raffle. Let's Raff. just get get the rest of the depth out of the way. Yeah, I mean, 
I'll give Raph a B too. I mean, I mean, he's just been Raph. He just like you like you said with Lawton, they're not getting forced into these these roles anymore. So we're seeing how good of a bottom six guy that Lawton uh, that Raffle can be. Yeah. Perf- perfect for fourth line guy. I mean, he's been hurt, but yeah, I was gonna do B minus, but then I'm gonna go B because he spent a lot of time hurt, and I'm gonna give him a little bit of slack. For that. And when he's been healthy, he's been good. Definitely, he's been a good player for us. So all the love for for Raph. Always will love Raph. Faraby. Now, Faraby is a good one because personally, I mean, I know a lot of people wanted him down a couple of weeks ago because he's not putting up points, but I think he's been playing good hockey. He makes little subtle plays. I'm going to give Faraby a B. I think he's been, like, for his rookie year, halfway through his rookie year, I think a B is a good grade for Faraby because recently he's been one of the best players the last three games. Like I said, I really think that reset helped him. I mean, we talked about him earlier in the episode, so I don't have to say much about him. He's just, for a 19-year-old kid, he just plays a lot more mature than than he should, honestly. <laughs> it's He's going to be a really good player for a very long time. I'm very excited for, for Joel Faraby. I'm, and I'm very glad he's been given this shot with AV to get through that, that little rough patch. Yeah, I'm going to go B, too. Because, like you said, he's 19, and the, the Flyers aren't really known for calling up 19-year-olds and having them be successful in the NHL level, especially not this decade. Couturier. <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. But, nah, yeah, I, what he's done is extremely impressive, and he's only getting better. Um, I think a player like him next year is when he really, really shows everyone. Not even that. next year. Like three, like, three, four years from now is when he'll... Like when he's 22, 23, like the same year that TK is now, the same age TK, TK and Limblom are now. Like that, that, that's, that's when age. he's going to start hitting his prime for yeah, sure. But that's I'm, the age when they snap and become I think the all-stars. jumps from this year to having so much on, like cameras all around you in training camp, uncertainty of whether you're going to make the team. It's yeah. on camera that you got sent down. It's just, it was a whole roller coaster probably for him to go in next year knowing he made the team, knowing he's playing with knowing guys. Knowing that he can play with these Couturier. men. No, not. Not even that, like knowing that he can play with other men yeah, in this yeah. league, oh, like, yeah, these, yeah. these grown ass, yeah. fucking thirty year olds. You know what I mean? Like, making that jump from college is tra- crazy transition. I know we just read an art- article about Morgan Frost, and he talked about the struggles of jumping up from junior to the AHL, AHL to the NHL, and and Farabee's Fair- done that. Farabee made three jumps. He's done that. Yeah, he, he's had such a busy year playing in the the so the summer showcase. And then he came, <coughs> went to Prague, got sent down. Yeah, and just didn't be. had to watch the home opener from the press box. Not the now home he's opener, playing season opener. Great from the press hockey, box. recently for so, sure. Love Farabee. he's been awesome this year. But I, I think the jump he takes next year, full training camp, playing with guys like Katoria and Voracek from the start. Yeah, I think. Look out. Yeah, yeah. I think next year he has serious A grade potential. Definitely a fan favorite. All right, let's get into Sanheim. Ooh, you can give you a grade first. Travis. Sanheim. B minus. B minus? I'm going to give Sanheim a B. Because I know, I don't know what episode it was, but I did call him out a little bit saying that he is better than what he's shown and that he needed to pick it up a little bit, and he has. I mean, two goals against Boston were huge to bring us back to yeah, win Yeah, you know, I'm going to bump it up to B. Yeah. Just because of that, the last two weeks, he's been clutch. Awesome. Seriously. He's been really yeah. good in the last two weeks. But before that, I feel like it, it, we've been saying the same same thing for a lot of players. A lot of these players, like, they looked good, but 
but not the best they could have been, like him and Farabee, Myers too, like a little bit inconsistent. But recently, especially that fucking Penguins game. <laughs> I know I keep going back to that Penguins game, but everybody looked good. So I can pick out literally every player that played in that game looked like a good player. <laughs> Even Bunneman. Even Bunneman had a good game. <laughs> I like Bunneman. A part, a part of me kind of likes his game. As much as I'd rather see Morgan Frost in, in a Flyers yeah. uniform, I I like his game. I mean, I mean he played five minutes. <laughs> but like what Pittsburgh. what what I've seen, oh yeah, I didn't even like really recognize him in the Pittsburgh game. No. I'm talking about like other games that I've seen him. I think he's been okay. I mean, what was he? He's playing fourth line, right? Yeah, like the yeah. time like, the, the time on ice that him and Rupsov had, they did the most they could have done with it. You know what now I mean? that's a career AHLer. Who? Connor Bonner. <laughs> Mikhail Roviev is a That's career, a career He just can't do anything when he comes up. It's insane. He gets an F. I'll do it real quick for Roviev. F. I wasn't even gonna do him. <laughs> Seriously, I wasn't even gonna do him because he. That's that's an F. No, that's an I. Remember them days? Uh, <laughs> yeah. An incomplete. Incomplete. He just didn't show up some games. So what about an I. What about Terinsky? I mean, he didn't really play too much, so I don't really know. I. I mean, I wanted to do it for the players that played for the Flyers this year. So, I mean, you don't have to spend too much time on it, just real quick. I, I'd probably give him, like, a, a C-. Because I don't think he's been playing. I, I don't think he played bad when he's been yeah, on play. He's just a depth kind of guy. Yeah, I'll give I him a like C. Energy kind of guy. David Casa, give him a C. He scored his first NHL goal this year. Plus, like, I mean, just, just, just a depth guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just needs to learn how to Lehigh, finish a little bit more. A Lehigh two-game band-aid. It's, it's pretty easy. I mean, we can – Morgan Frost – Talk about give him a grade. This one's gonna be. <laughs> this was the one I was kind of worried about. This is the one that gets us added on Twitter <laughs> right here. Oh yeah. What's your grade? I'm just I'm gonna give him a B. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a C. I'm gonna give him a B. Okay, what's 100%. your? Hundred percent. All right, explain your B. I mean, there's a reason why he played with Giroux off the start. Yeah. I mean, the, if you're gonna call him up, if you're gonna call him up, you're gonna want to put him with like the best chance to succeed, and that's probably with Giroux. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and TK. Yeah. There's a reason he gets put in there because they know. Yeah, it's he, Con- like Connor Bunneman's not getting yeah. called up and getting put between them two. Like, there's a reason why he was put on the first power play as well when he came up. I mean, let me take it a step further. Jason Ackerson wouldn't have played with <laughs> Giroux and and TK. No, either one of Nick Cousins. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just say that. B because he's he's 20 years old. Um. He had seven points in 18 games, but the games where he didn't score, he really looked like he could have scored. You know, I know, like, there's there's, there's the people, oh, well, he didn't score, puck yeah, didn't so, go in the net. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, but quick release, I've seen what I've needed to see. He's just different with the puck, man. I've seen what I've need, needed to see. He need, First of all, I, I think he should be in the NHL, but. Yeah, but he, he will be, trust me. At some point this year, he will be back in the NHL. But I'm going to give him a C because – I mean, he came up the first two games he snapped. He showed us what he can be when he becomes a little bit more consistent to play in the NHL kind of game, like learn the pro game a little bit more. But you see the skill. But he did tail off a little bit when he was up. He did play 18 games here, two goals, five assists, seven points. Uh, I know, I'm not going to – I'm so hesitant to give him a C because C to me is average. Mm-hmm. And you don't get – first off, he's only played 18 games. And you don't get put on the first line. When you're average, like it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Like it, 
I, w- I would give him a B if he like stayed up a little bit more. But like he'll be back. My my end grade for more for Morgan Frost is gonna be a lot different than my midseason grade because I he'll be on the team when I when we do our end grade. So I'm slightly taking into account his AHL numbers. Slightly, and, and you're allowed to because yeah. yeah, you're allowed to. Slightly, like it's not a B off of his 18 game. Is it's it's mo- more or less a B from his complete year. I'll say that. And I think... He'll be back. Yeah. Anybody else? Um, I mean, Travis Konechny. TK. That's a, a plus. A plus. Not even a question. All day. Yeah. Best, all one of the best players on the team. Day. 22 years old. Emer- uh, emerging superstar. He, Seriously. He's a fucking monster, dude. I mean, I know I know players don't try during that All-Star game, but he made some plays during that shit. Where I know some of those players were like, oh, all right. <laughs> you were like, he's, uh, he's good. What about Niski? A, plus B plus. No, actually, nah, nah. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Niskin a B plus. I think he's been. I'm giving him A. I think he's exactly what Provorov needed. Exactly what we talked about in the summer about how Provorov just needs that veteran defenseman who's actually good and not a piece of like and not an actual trash can on the ice like Andrew McDonald was. If you put an actual good veteran defenseman, right-handed shot with Provorov who can just be good defensively and let Provorov take those. Those little risks sometimes, perfect. I think his game, him being here alone, has helped Provorov. I think easily. Yeah, I think I, he gets a regular, like just straight up A for me. And then we're getting five goals and fourteen assists on top of him ho- helping Provorov achieve more. Yeah, just icing on top of the fucking cake, dude. It's not even just Provorov either. It's, it's no, it's, it's not just but like the team. fact that he's partnering with yeah. him. Uh, that's why I'm talking about Provy. But it's, yeah, I've said it before. I said it in my article. I wrote these. Both of these veteran ads to this team, to this decor, has helped these young kids tremendously. It's helped their game. It shows recently with the play of Sanheim Myers and the play of Provorov all year. It's great to see. They, they call him the team dad. Yeah, like, that he means is. something. Like, like he that that shows me steady like he's Eddie. the he's just a steady the calming dude. presence. <laughs> like when shit gets hot in the playoffs, like I know he'll be the guy oh, in the locker room. Steady. Like, calm down. I've been here before. Yeah. We're not done yet. Like that type of shit. Yeah, like, I want to cut. Like, yeah. I know what it takes. Yeah. Honestly, I'm open to the discussion of re-signing Matt Niskanen. I'm open to Still it. Still has another year left, I know. so that's a discussion for next year. I'm open to it, though. JVR, let's get right into him. All right, JVR, I'm going to give him a B- minus because the first half of the year was, was like, C-minus worthy. But his recent play, like I said, has really been awesome since, I, since we've honestly we've called him out. I'm going to give him a C. C? Regular C because I think... What, twenty nine points in fifty games. Yeah, I think it's just average, and I think C yeah. is average. So P- perfect way to put yeah. it. Like that's average, and you expect a little bit more from a guy from a a guy who has a label of pure goal scorer attached to him. Definitely. So and then plus the money he's making, but I don't really like bringing up money that dudes make along with their play. I think it's stupid, but because we say the same thing about how Kevin Hayes like we don't care about the money he makes so why should we care about the money that James Ramsey's like makes well we don't care about the money Hayes makes cuz Hayes is a beast is, <laughs> isn't just a streaky goal scorer yeah. he's a good player but I don't want to bring up the argument with James Ramsey like and be like oh you make 7 points something like you have to score because you make that much money I try not to make it but like there is some truth in that you know what I mean like you are making that much like yeah it just depends it's it, it's so weird I don't know. it's really hard to explain like I don't want that to be like the main reason why I'm blaming him but like it still has like 
Come on, bro. Like, you are making that much money. Come on. Pot, pot three, four more goals than 14. I mean, he had 17, 18. I'm like, all right, he's on track. He's on pace for probably 30, which that's a bold prediction. Do you think he hits 30 this year? No. I do not. No? Nah. He would really have I think to he'll like, be close, go on a tear. I think he'll be close. Yeah, I think he'll be above 25 easily. Yeah, what did he finish last year, 27? Yeah. I mean, he had an injury last year too, but. Finished last year with 27, yeah. Yeah, I think I think he'll be around that. He had fucking 36 with Toronto. It was last year in Toronto. <laughs> he was playing with some studs, though. I know. Yeah. Just give me that. First power play. Give that's, me that's five less than that, bro. I'll take it. I wonder how many of those are power play goals. Seriously. Probably. I'm sure a bunch His of those. His patented goals. move hasn't gone in yet. Three players left All right. in the TLY classroom. Brian Elliott. Elliott. A minus. A minus. That's what I, that was going to be mine. A minus. Elliott's been fucking awesome this year, dude. He, it, 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 He's like a starter. That can't play starting minutes because he gets hurt. Yeah. But when he's playing his backup minutes, it's like having another starter in there. He's exactly what we signed for. Like this is this his play this year is exactly what we find, signed for two years ago. Like Just, we're getting that we're getting a shutout against the Penguins for two million dollars. Yeah, that's an dude, A minus like, for me. A perfect goalie behind your guy in Carter Hart to play those ever those games. Uh, what's he play like two time two three times a week? Maybe. What, Hart it, or Elliott? Elliott. I mean, Hart, I'm sorry. Yeah, Hart will play like two to three. Elliott, for the most part, gets like, like back-to-back. Yeah, so he'll be playing maybe once, twice a week. Maybe. Maybe twice a week. Like tops twice a week. And that's like yeah. perfect for Elliott. Like you're not running him into the ground anymore like Hack did. You're giving him space between starts. and he, he, He's been consistent all year, and Hart's gone down, and he stepped up. We said it before. We said, <clears throat> if we're going to stay in this playoff race, Brian Elliott has to step in and compete and help us out until he gets back, and he has done that. He's been he's been lights out since Hart went down, man. He's been fucking awesome since <clears throat> Hart got hurt. I'm confident in Brian Elliott that if if shit hits the fan in the playoffs, like Hart gets like a little injury or something, and needs to sit out a game. Mm-hmm. I think he could fill in the role very well in the playoffs. You know what I mean? I think it's 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 awesome to have two guys that can get you a win. Yeah, seriously. Because it's something we haven't had in a long time. While we're talking about goalies, let's do Carter Hart. Now, this one should be kind of interesting because his, I would his say record B on the plus. road is not that. B. Uh, yeah. B. Because the record on the road is something you got to keep in mind. Like You still have to go out and perform, yeah. and he just hasn't done that on the road. I'm, I think I'm still going to go B+. Plus, but go ahead, go ahead. Just a completely different goalie on the road. And like I said, with the team as a whole, I'm going to say with him, I'm not ready to crown him as like this. He's all – he's just – Different player at home. He's awesome at home, but when he's on the road. Now, I think a lot of that is attributed to the team, though. Yeah, no, for like, sure. Like the team on the road, they fold. They sometimes they yeah. great A opportunities. I look at I look at his I look at that game against Colorado, where he made that crazy save. He did everything he possibly could. Just the team, they made it impossible for him to win agreed. that game. Agreed. And I think that's been the case sometimes on the road. At times, he has been letting in some soft goals on the road. But the guy can't be perfect. Like, yeah, at, at home, he is. Lights out. Lights That's out. why he gets a B plus for me because he's twenty one and he's that lights out at home. It's it's fun to watch. Just a little bit more consistency on the road is all. I'm, just a little bit, but that's been the main. He's thing, been fucking theme of the year. Like yeah, with the whole team, yeah. not even just him. But like you said, he's been lights out at home this year. And uh, if we can get an East playoff game against one of these teams, we're taking the Flyers all day, man. <laughs> Let's go. This playoff race is gonna be fun, man. This Metropolitan Division is insane. These games, like, we, we have so many games against East teams in the next couple months. So, like, they're going to be playoff atmospheres for sure. 
I really thought the Penguins game was. Like the crowd oh, yeah. was into it. That was a gun. That was a fun ass game. And I think watch. the one on Friday will be too in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah. I need that game, Danny. I need that game now. I, I, I don't wait. We I have don't... to wait till Friday. I know, that, dude. Why the All Star game finished yesterday? I know. Why do we have to wait till Friday now? TK is probably back in Philly by Monday. Yeah. Stupid. But whatever. One more player, best for last, Sean Couturier. A plus a, plus. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's the best player in the team. Usually, hands down. I I like I can't stop saying good things about him. He might seriously. win the Selkie this year. Like I want to make a tweet about him every single night I watch him play. Like I watch him play on like, I know Sean Couturier. So well, everyone knows. Yeah, you already know. Not even worth saying. But there was a time when not everyone believed that. Remember? Yeah. There was a time when people were giving up on Couturier. Even while he was in the midst of his breakout. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Never. See, he's number one in the, the Selkie voting halfway through. Deservedly so. So he has a chance. He should he should already have a Selkie under his oh, belt yeah, by now. Easily. But he has a chance to close out a Selkie this second half of the season, bro. That's kind of exciting. Like going into, he has. Tied with the team lead in points. Yep. And, like, he's tied with the – and he's getting a Selkie. And he's shutting we, down. We have Malkin a guy who's about to get a Selkie, and he's about to lead the team in points. Stud. Holy. Certified stud. <laughs> yeah, man, we're running out of time. So this was our bi-week grades episode. I fucking I, I hate thought it was, I thought it was fun, though. I definitely think it's fun. I'm definitely excited to come back to this episode at the end of the year and see, uh, see how these players have done. I'm hoping some of these players' grades go up, and if some of these players' grades go down, we're going to have something to talk about. Sure, Ghost. Like, I, like I hope Goss. Yeah, I hope Goss despair by the end of the year. I hope G by the end of the year. Yeah, G. Um, he'll be better. He's saving it. Definitely, he's saving his uh, his his elite streak for later, Danny. He, I also think a lot of it with Giroux is the fact that he doesn't have to be the guy to score every goal in every game now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like other lines score, but his time's coming, Danny. Sleep like, on call, Drew. When I see that pass against the Penguins off the wall, yeah, I'm like he's still here. He's still draw. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's still, yeah, yeah. He's Are you still kidding me. He's still calling. Like you know, he's like I said, sleep on Claude Drew, Danny. <laughs> sleep on I Claude Drew. I know Claude is a bad man. He's a bro. bad man. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith would say. Let's make our prediction before we go uh, away for a week. <laughs> well, actually, there's only gonna be one game, right? Yeah. Or do they play a back-to-back after that? Let me double-check. I don't think they play a back-to-back, bro. I think it's the Penguins game. It's just the Penguins? No, it's a back-to-back. Is it? Yeah, yeah. And then we return home against Colorado. So we have two games in, in between our next episode. Uh, road game, Pittsburgh, Friday. Home game, Colorado, Saturday. Two games. Make your British. What do you got? Uh, I think we sweep. That's my bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. Very Penguins bold. and Colorado. That, that, you know, the pen, that Penguins one's going to be hard. Yeah. Like, we just shut them out, you know. They're going to come out buzzing. That one's going to be hard to win. Um, I'll say I'm sweeping. We're sweeping. I'm going to say Voracek. Yeah. Three points against Pittsburgh. Oh. I feel like I feel like in that building, he, he always goes yeah, all. I, just, I swear. Remember his overtime winner the years ago in that building? Yeah. Is about the playoff one? Yeah. Yeah, that one was awesome. That was fun. Those first two playoff games of that series were insane. Insane. That's the only, that's the only word I can use to describe it. Like, games three and four. Well, three was the big fight game. Yeah. Like, where everyone made that game. The whole series was crazy. Don't get me wrong. But those first two games in Pittsburgh, 
when you go back and you watch the highlights, like how the fuck do we win this? You know what I mean? <laughs> I Those know. games were wild, dude. Like the series when Flurry couldn't stop a beach ball. Awesome. Awesome. He we always, were always in his head. Yeah, I feel like he always we struggles against him, us. Bro, yeah. I swear. But now, dude, he's fucking awesome. He's, we, he's a Hall of Famer. All right, dude, what he's done in Vegas, it's almost as if I wonder if Pittsburgh regrets giving up on him. Uh, I don't, maybe. I mean, I would. <laughs> yeah. I take a guy like Flurry all day, every day. But that's about. He led the them time. to the cop his first year. I, I mean, know. shit. But yeah, that's that's all the time we have for episode twenty eight. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that at the Liberty L. You can follow me at Tly Danny. Me at Chris Stumps. And wh- what do we say? Um, go floor. Go floor.